Hello, everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering Outer Range, Season 1, Episode 8, The West. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Outer Range for the first time. Watching it with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Yeehaw! Ahoy, Mr. Sal, me matey. <laughs> and we've gone nautical. All right. <laughs> We've been land for too long. We've been landlubbers this whole series. Have you seen the body of water once? I don't think so. Oh, man. I don't even know if we've seen like a river, have we? I think we have. (laughs) Not even a lake. Oh, man. A puddle? Has there been a puddle? I don't even think there's been rain. There's been rain. (laughs) I think there, I know there's been rain. There might have been rain at night. Yeah. At at the end of episode one, um, into the beginning of episode two, I remember it was raining in one of the places and not in the other. I think it's, it was raining in like the active universe and not in the void. Oh yeah, and he woke up very dewy. <laughs> there you go. That's, a, that's, that. a, that's the closest to uh, nautical as we've gotten in this in this series. Arr. Well, Kurt, before we guess each other's ratings, I just wanted to give a little shout out here to a couple of things that came in uh, via Reddit. Uh, from our uh, listener, uh, Reddit user Marchesk said a bunch. Of, I, I have two like really awesome, thoughtful posts that that they put in there that I want to get to in the in the episode here. But a couple of them, but they were for, for previous episodes, episode six and episode seven. So I want to get to those first while it's still pertinent to those things before we get into episode eight. So yeah, yeah. So. It, back in episode six, they said this is the second. This is uh, speaking about when Carl was run off the road by the bison. Yes. This is the second time the bison shows up in the road. The first time, I thought, I think it was to help Perry decide to take Trevor back to their ranch. This time, it was to stop Carl's hearing. You can view it as the bison trying to steer things a certain way in favor of the Abbots, maybe. And the bear trying to steer things in Autumn's favor and or the Tillersons. So I like that take. I think that's a pretty cool take. I like a good take, yeah. But definitely, it's only steering something in some direction. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I think of the bison poking its head in on the poker game, too. Kind of distracting Autumn enough for Royal to switch out the cards. Yeah. No, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think there's something to this to the bison oh. kind of tipping the scales one way or the other. No, there's a whole herd of bisons in episode eight, but we'll get yeah, to exactly. That right. So we'll, we'll try. We can connect that into what yeah. happens here. Uh, Marchesk also agrees that Autumn is a fantastic character and a great foil for Royal, but definitely rubbed a lot of posters in the subreddit the wrong way. A lot of people hated Autumn throughout the series. I saw it on TV time too. Like a lot of the posts really? are, "Oh my god, I mean, when is this character going to die?" Like it's it's a really. I, for, I mean, I listen. I think Autumn's great for the series. Um, the series would not be the same without Autumn. I wouldn't consider her the best character. Like, I think she's a little too mysterious, but I think she's a good character. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call her like who's a, who's a character people like hate in a series. Skylar actually, because we were just talking about Breaking Bad. Oh my god! A yeah, lot of people right. just. I I remember the first time I watched Breaking Bad, I hated Skylar. I'm like, just look up man took his meth. He's trying to help his family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You're getting in his way, Skylar. Get get out of his way. You don't understand. But I mean. In reality, <laughs> if you rewatch it, I mean, I mean, it's a very, it's a very I mean, chauvinistic <laughs> take. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, really simplifying it. I mean, there's there's been more to the series. A lot of people don't like Skylar in Breaking Bad, but I mean, having rewatched it, thinking about it more, I Skylar's not really that wrong. <laughs> Skylar's pretty, yeah, pretty reasonable. True. I mean, there's I, things to complain about otherwise, but 
I, you know, Overall. It, what the thing that does frustrate me about comments like that, and not Marchek's comment, the, the uh, people who, who hate on characters like Autumn or Skylar, is it's almost universally women that, that they pick on like that. You don't ever hear anybody. Like, we didn't hear anybody uh, saying, oh, that Gus Fring, when are they going to take him out? Like, <laughs> you no, know, everybody loved Gus. He's a villain. He's a, clearly a villain. Mm-hmm. Or for that matter, Walter White. What are they going to take this guy out? It's like villainous tendencies here. So, I, I mean, it's it does kind of rub me the wrong way to hear people criticizing a foil who's a woman because it just sounds like chauvinistic nonsense. But That's fair. Anyway. Yeah, supposed to be. yeah. But anyway, um, Marjesk will be curious how we come down after these last two episodes. Well, what about Episode seven. Some really good comments here in episode seven. Marshesk says, Why did Autumn choose Billy? Well, it's hard, really hard to figure out how much Autumn knows when she shows up in episode one. But by the end of episode seven, Perry is telling Royal that Autumn knows a lot and there's a plan. Maybe Billy was just the first guy Autumn stumbled across after Mama Bear said, Show him. <laughs> uh, or is Autumn just following signs? Or does she know all along? Posters in the subreddit disagree on what she knows when and whether her mom provides the information. I like that take. That her mom's given a lot of information here. So, especially after seeing episode eight. So, we'll get to that when we get there. But. And fi- uh, finally, for now, we'll come back to Marshesk in, in a bit after we do some other coverage. But Perry not believing Royal regarding Rebecca's disappearance does seem like a big deal. When Ro- when Autumn tells Royal in the barn that he needs her to keep a lot of secrets, least of which is throwing a body in the hole, one has to wonder if Rebecca is one of those secrets. Which I really like that. I think that's I think that's probably spot on. But yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I, I had forgotten that she had, in episode one, said that she had to keep lots of secrets for Royal, not just the <laughs> one secret for him. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that, that's and especially knowing now who Autumn actually is, it really does uh, hit what differently. Who so. she actually is. Well, uh, what do we mean? Well, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's talk about episode eight then. Let's move, move right into it, the West, and let's guess each other's ratings. Rating. So, Kurt, part of why I asked you at the end of last episode what you needed to see in the finale to to have a set for it to be a satisfying season but not series finale was to help me guess my rating for you. So, so uh, I'm reading through the checklist here, you wanted no Patricia or crucial Patricia. I don't think you got either one of those things. You, you definitely didn't get no Patricia, although you didn't see her visibly, but you heard her. And I don't think she was necessarily crucial. So I think that disappointed you. The one thing that you really said you really wanted was Carl, and we did not get any Carl. And then beyond that, you said you needed some of the banana, which we didn't get, the election, which we didn't get, the land dispute, which we didn't get. The Tillerson power struggle, which uh, seems to be over now. So I guess maybe there's some resolution there. The mountain disappearing, which we didn't get. Autumn's backstory, which we got a lot of. And more void answers. And I'm not sure we got enough of that for you. So you also made the comment that you hope it's not just a setup for season two. And I think you probably feel like it was mostly a setup for season two. 
I think you're, I don't think you're overly disappointed with this finale, but I don't think you're overly satisfied either. I think you gave it an eight out of 10. Hmm. What should I guess for you? Uh, I th- I think you love what goes on with the Autumn stuff. I think the Autumn stuff is indisputably really good in this episode. Autumn, Amy, and Rebecca somehow into the fold with all that. So that, you're definitely a big fan of. No Perry, not a problem with that. I think you anticipated not seeing Perry at all. Uh, I think yeah, you're fine with the Tillersons, everything with that. Uh, I think, uh, oh no, wait a second. I can do this. Cecilia. Yes. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Cecilia. Cecilia, I think you love it what goes on with Cecilia in this episode. Royal, I don't think you care for how the movie kind of becomes like a because you kind of forgot about the rodeo part at some point. I, the, I don't know if it was episode you talking about the, the series or the movie. You're talking about the series, the series. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like the the whole rodeo bet with Rex. I thought you thought. I think you thought that was over at some point. Well, I did. I don't but know. You, then they did say at some point. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was the, the final yeah yeah and so when when royal went to the motel last week said we're, we'll be rooting for oh no that was this that was this, that was this episode, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i think uh i don't think you care at all for the rat and then the maria stuff that happens in this episode so and it takes up a notable chunk uh at least Rhett does so i think i think you gave it a nine i think you're i think you're happy with what happened with royal everyone but Rhett and maria um just still quite a few questions uh, but you like what's posed and you like what's going to happen for season two. So I, th- I think you gave this a nine. Okay. So you're forgetting the most important thing, which is the banana, which was not <laughs> accounted for at all. <laughs> With no banana, automatic d- dock up a point. So we're down to a nine as a ceiling. Good man. Good man. That's how I felt too. I felt <laughs> so, so the, no Carl or banana died immediately. That's how so, I felt. Yeah. So, so then the rest of them have to be damn near perfect. And I don't think it was. So I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you this much though. I think this is a great episode. It's not a great finale. <sighs> that, episode. I know. Like, I know. I, like, like, if this was just an episode and there was another episode after yep. this, this could have been a 10. Maybe I know like, you're right. Good if, this episode. Is, if this has been a penultimate episode, oh my god, I would have it's a great it penultimate right episode, right? It's because it does do a lot of setup, but yep. doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't have a big kick to it, but uh, other than I guess all I mean, I've got some more specific complaints than that, but uh, honestly, I if I had been watching this, I'm glad I didn't watch it as it was airing because I don't think it was known whether there would be a season two as it was airing. This this finale would drive me nuts not knowing there's a season two. Oh, so, you love it. So, so knowing there's a season two makes this finale much more palatable to me because I know, all right, at least there's going to be more. Don't worry. It's going to be more. Um, otherwise, it turns into what I call carnival territory, which, <laughs> which uh, very few listeners will probably get that reference. But there was an HBO series in the early 2000s called Carnival. And oh my God, I loved the series. But they, every episode, whether it was a finale or not, like required further viewing. And the second season finale required further viewing and it got canceled and we never got any closure on any of it. And it drove me nuts. And I loved the series. So this this would have been entering into Carnival territory if we didn't know that there was going to be a season two. Now, having said that, there is a season two coming. So I'm very much encouraged by that. I'm excited to see where they go with it i'm not 
off the series because of this by any stretch of the imagination because this this would be a great episode mm-hmm. if there was more that i could view right now i don't mm-hmm. i don't think this works very well as a series as a season finale i agree i think see like terrible series finale <laughs> terrible series oh my finale. god yeah <laughs> this, is be, this is the worst series finale <laughs> the series finale yeah yeah but it's, so and it's so, not a great season finale no it's not I, it, some things that i i loved royal's faith story that bookended the series the, the episode sorry that's what he tells in the beginning he tells it in the end just kind of his journey of faith i love that i loved the autumn uh amy it's a little brain melty, but I love I love knowing that Autumn is is Amy. Like yeah. I, the reason I say it's brain melty is because my brain's a little melted because it was the phone calls. Well, the phone calls make sense, right? That was Rebecca on the other end of the line, right? Well, yeah, but now I'm wondering, like, where's Rebecca? Like, who's is Autumn calling the Rebecca we know, like that we see at the end? Oh, of the I episode, think so. Or is there two Rebeccas? Because look, there's oh, two good Autumns. Question. Good question. Oh, I, I should yeah, say yeah. an Amy and an Autumn. So right. They're like. Like older Rebecca, somewhere hanging about, or is yeah, this good, like good question? Like now, like now we've kind of got a little timey wide with it. Yeah, like, is there right. like multi dimensional? Like, I think yeah. maybe it's the same Rebecca, but it could be another Rebecca. Maybe there's a team of Rebeccas working together. I don't oh, that's know. A good point. It's a good point. I mean, do we believe Autumn when she says she doesn't remember anything before she was nine? Because that's about where Amy nah, is. Yeah. Maybe. So I don't know. It's. Trying to figure out the mechanics of it did melt my brain a little bit. Like, how is Autumn here, yeah. but Amy's also here? And how does Autumn not recognize Amy? And does Autumn... I mean, I've, I got... Autumn might s- recognize Amy. That's why I, I kind of presumed that she does. Well, she, and she, well she, said, she said when she first met her in the woods, you're an abbot? Like... Oh, yeah. Not so, I, anyway, so, so that kind of melted my brain a little bit. But I do love the, the turn that it is... Amy, I think there's there's plenty of evidence to suggest that you talked about as, as we went along the way, yeah. So, and there were there were people on TV time saying that in like episode two. <laughs> so I I think they were probably trolls who had already seen everything and, and were just throwing it up there. But so that's a little frustrating. But they, there were people saying that back then. Um, I do, however, think that there were more questions posed here than answers. Uh, I don't feel like. Mm-hmm. We got a ton of answers out of this. Uh, I mean, for example, like, what's going on with Luke? Did he get trampled? Did he get knocked into the past? Is he okay? Uh, We got no resolution on Wayne or Carl. Um, By the way, sorry, go on. The Carl thing. (laughs) (laughs) I so I think that we're supposed to understand that. Carl getting distracted or whatever derailed by the bison meant that the land hearing never happened, which I don't even care. I don't even care about the land hearing at this point. The the land is forfeit now because Perry didn't show up at his trial, which means it's up for auction. And and so I I don't really care about the the land dispute at this point, but um, there are people on Reddit who are obsessed with Carl as a kind of a Rosetta stone for there being like multiple universes in this, that we've seen in the series. Like they're, they're watching road signs and suspenders and tree placement and seeing what, I mean, they look to me like, like continuity errors, 
but people are convinced that this is multiple universes, which I don't know, maybe it will be. I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't think I'd really like that very much. I'm not against it, depending on how they they'd execute on it. And, you know, I'm fine with Carl. I just, if, if they want the land dispute to end, which it really should at this point, because you're mm-hmm. right, the whole bail uh, Perry leaving is kind of supersedes that. Right. But Carl's hitting a bi- the bison with this car like it's not a good way of showing that. Like I at least right. something like a comment. If they just said a comment of uh, just one oh, yeah, the land dispute literally oh the land dispute is pushed so far back now because right. Carl is in the hospital. Right. It could be Luke on the phone with Patricia. I can't believe this this freaking land uh land hearing got pushed because of that stupid guy guy. (laughs) yeah whatever so uh, like i uh, that would have been fine then then it's explained no problem and i don't need everything explained to me but i think they should have addressed that somehow somebody in the world of this show should have made but the car accident reacted so ambiguous a car accident like is (laughs) there more i'm supposed to be like i don't know if i'm supposed to go back carl's gonna have his own little storyline going on or if it's just the fact that the land dispute's over well maybe the land dispute maybe he will uh, be thrown off the road and follow a trail of blackness to a very old herd of bison being hunted by Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you feel about the joy stuff in this episode? I I didn't like it. I, I mean, I oh sorry, how did you feel about it? Well, no, I I just I can't believe the mastodons were not addressed. Well, yeah. The, I cannot believe it. Was, especially after that, you got baited really hard. Like, uh, didn't, someone, I mean, didn't someone tell you to like, oh, you didn't, you didn't, um, you weren't thinking the mastodons anymore? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it was Marchesk actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, you know, they, I think they said something like interesting that you you think that the the bison may have come out of the uh, the void, but mastodons are ridiculous so which is a good point it fair. yeah like that's fair yeah. cognitive dissonance <laughs> there but they don't show me any mastodons or i don't like i said i didn't need mastodons to be seen but i needed them to be addressed by joy joy doesn't say a word in this episode no and and what gets me is like i they like i didn't like joy at first i talked about how i didn't like her character in like first two maybe mm-hmm. three episodes now mm-hmm. i like joy as a character yeah and and they did nothing with her character for the finale. Like, no. I, I like the angle with, like, her family and, you know, kind of getting yeah. pulled a different way, trying to become sheriff. And she's working on this case and she kind of has an innate sense of justice. Mm-hmm. And that's like, none, none, of, none of that bears any weight on this finale because all Joy serves is almost as a plot device to see the bison herd before anyone else. That's basically it. Is she stuck there? Is she lost? Is she, is she can just backtrack and come out of there? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with her. Also, I, I also am a little bit confused because now I guess, and Autumn has. I guess I'm, I shouldn't say I'm confused. Autumn has said this before. It's all of time. So I guess the void doesn't have a specific time destination. It's not like you punch, you know, November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five, into the DeLorean and take off. You, you gotta, you've got to actually just put your faith in the void that it's going to take you where it wants to take you for some reason. Um, So whether that's Royal jumping ahead more than two years or Royal jumping ahead to his death or Royal jumping ahead, you know, 50 years or 75 years, whatever it was, 
uh, or this is joy going back, what, 300 years maybe? So, so I guess you just never know where it's going to go. But I, it, I, I would have liked her to somehow, I don't know, come back and tell her wife about it maybe. Or, yeah. Or come back and see Frank and say Act on and, it in some way and, and have frank say see i told you so like you know it's anything like that would have been good and certainly banana i how how do they tell us about her banana allergy and never pay that off <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm getting too hung up on that i well i feel like that's such a specific factoid to throw I know. Like, yeah, i'm allergic to bananas I I I I, mean, I might have to rewatch the scene because it's been a while and that's been like maybe two months. But I swear, even in and of that scene itself, like there's a, like you're allergic to bananas. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> like like she. Well, there is. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they say like what happens? She says anaphylactic shock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they specify that it is really bad. So it's like, like why, why so much specificity for something? That, I guess like it's fine if they just they're throwing that out there as like bait. Fine. Well, but, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, it definitely baited me. I, I bet. It baited for the season. But, <laughs> yeah. But, but so even, I, even, even if there was no banana resolution, it's just that aside, like they still didn't do very much with Joy. No. So, <laughs> not, like, not and, at all in this episode. And, oh, so, Rat. So, how do you feel about the, um, I had no problem with the red stuff. I thought I actually I liked the red. I liked the red stuff. I did not enjoy the red stuff. I, no? I mean, it's all right. It, I think it takes too much of the episode for the finale. Like, it's, I don't care for like the bull riding like rodeo stuff. Okay, so I, I I like the idea that he wants to like like him as a character. Like, you know what? I want to move past this ranch. Like, I just I just want to I want to leave. Fine, that that I do like. Mm-hmm. But all rodeo stuff. Yeah. So I'm lukewarm he, on him and Maria. But you know, if they want to, if they want like a lope, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, so Luke and Maria. I'm uh, not Luke. Uh, Rhett and Maria. That that scene was minimal. Like that, there's not a lot of Rhett and Maria no. in the scene. There's no. a lot of Rhett though, and it is a lot of rodeo. But what I loved about, I actually really liked the rodeo scene a lot. I, what I loved about it was, that, you know, it starts with Rhett telling Royal off first of all, and we see Royal like reduced to this like shell of a man, like he's been like stabbed in the gut when Rhett says I'm leaving. You know, so that so that was pretty pretty good. Um, but then even after he does that, even after he does that, and on, his, on the first ride that we see, he looks up into the stands and he like the you can feel the absence of Royal there because Royal's not there. Cecilia's there. Amy's there. Royal's not. And you can feel Rhett feeling that absence. I like that. And then the next time he looks up there and nobody's there. And now it's, it's as though he has made the decision to leave and it's now validated because nobody really cares about him anyway. Yeah, they're not here to watch me win yeah. this thing. Yeah, so I I actually really liked a lot of that. Uh, plus, the rodeo scene was intercut with so many great things with Royal and Cecilia and Amy. That's true. What happened I mean, with the rodeo is interesting. Yeah, That's I mean true. because you know this is Amy goes off and finds Rebecca, and Cecilia goes you know off looking for Amy and has a, this kind of meltdown and royal gets called by autumn into town so i mean it's, there's a lot of cool stuff happening at the rodeo even if you just want to ignore the bull riding that's true well, that's very true i would agree that a lot of the interesting stuff happens during the ro- rodeo yeah so um i guess we talked about Rhett a little bit talking about amy a little bit cecilia royal 
Autumn. What about the Tillersons? What do you think about like Billy's just got his head blown off? I guess. Yeah, Billy got his head blown off. So, <laughs> oh well. Uh-huh. There, there goes that. Those but two. what about Luke? Uh, Luke, Luke, I think it's gonna be interesting. I, I, I like Luke. Luke to me signifies kind of like. I mean, he just seems really grateful. Right? It's kind of like what, what's that called when you um take one aspect of a character and kind of because really the only aspect of Luke is that he's greedy. Not greedy. He just wants <laughs> money, right? Power, money is kind of what he seems. He he wants the land from Wayne. He listens to I his mean, mother Patricia for stuff. Am I wrong? Is, oh, it, I, is it not I that I just? He, I think he was genuinely distressed by Trevor's uh, missing, being missing. Oh and yeah. Dying. Oh yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't. Yeah, he's not like psychopathic in that way. He does care about his brother. He cares yeah. about his family to an extent. And I, I also want to. I want to remember here too that in episode one, Luke was the sympathetic one. You're right. Is, yeah, he was the really nice one to, though. Yeah, he was the he was very sympathetic to the the Abbott's Trevor was and, not, and Billy was yeah. singing. Yes, <laughs> imagine that <laughs> Billy was singing. So yeah, all right. Oh, I'm uh, gonna miss that the Billy singer. I, I know. I would have liked to see something other than just what, Billy singing. Uh, well, the, oh, Billy, well, yeah. Billy singing to to Wayne because like uh, I would have liked to have seen what. What's going on with Wayne? Because I assume that Billy is putting the black dust from the rock on Wayne. Yeah. I mean, it might have, might have been chewing tobacco, but I don't think it was. I think it was the black <laughs> dust from the rock. I would have, I'd be interested to see, you know, what Wayne saw and all that. And Wayne is clearly there standing up without an oxygen tank at the end of episode two. But man, I'd say that, that last scene in episode two, I just keep coming back to it because, I mean, I've probably watched it like three or four times since episode two because it seems like such a key to where we're going unless it's I mean, not definitely. maybe it's not inevitable though i don't know yeah I, maybe season two will answer whether fate because i guess we've just assumed things are predetermined in this world but maybe you right. can change the future and royal has and maybe if he jumps through like now that future isn't like that oil future isn't there anymore I, i'm assuming right. it's deterministic like he, 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 or it's predetermined. Like he can't mm-hmm. change things. Maybe he can. Maybe we'll learn that you can change the future. Well, he certainly tried in this episode, <laughs> but then he couldn't let Autumn slash Amy die. So I wonder if he has sealed his own fate by. Do you think? Do you think there's a way he could rationalize it in his head? Like once he learns that Autumn is Amy, once he believes Autumn is Amy, he go, oh, well, you know, I could still kill Autumn. Like Amy's <laughs> still here. I just. We'll grow, you know, grow her up right, and then, I, it, yeah, I guess it depends on what his <laughs> belief system is. Like, do you believe that you can change the future or not? If the future's right in front of you, that, I guess that's the thing is we don't know. Like, are they jumping around in a straight line, or are they, or are they spinning off in multiple dimensions? Which is what a lot of people think. Hmm. But well, speaking of which, let's talk about Autumn being Amy for a bit here okay so with autumn as amy we're going to go back to this comment do you think that rebecca has been feeding her information this whole time about the circumstance like of the uh abbott family yeah like do you think that's why she knows so much because rebecca i think so yeah i think i think i think it's i if i had a guess right now i think autumn does forget being amy Okay. To some extent, maybe she remembers, and Rebecca has coached her. Some Rebecca has. Do you think her. she knows now that she that Amy 
Yeah. That she is Amy? Yes. Okay. What do you think she's known the whole time that we've seen her? Like I from episode she, one? I think from episode one she knew that she was Amy. I agree. But she doesn't really remember being Amy, so Ergo doesn't really remember how like Amy yeah. looks like and other things. Okay. All right, she like enough. remembers the fact toward of like I was Amy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but in the in the penultimate episode, last episode, episode seven, she says to her mother on the phone, "Don't call me that." I wonder if her mother called her Amy. Ah, all right. That's that's what I'm thinking. Um, the one thing that I've had trouble kind of reconciling in my head, and I I, I think maybe I can, but I want to hear your take on it too, is uh, we talked about this on Lost a lot. Like, if people would just communicate with each other, a lot could be solved. Like, if she just <laughs> yeah. said to Royal, to, to Royal anyway, look, I'm Amy. Like, I, I, I'm, yo, it's me. I'm, Check it. Yeah, you're, you know, I'm from the future. You know that that's possible because you've done it yourself. That's why I pushed you into the void so you could see the future. And I just didn't even need to. You jumped seventy five years into the future. You know it's possible. That's me. I'm Amy. Like, I, how much different would this have played out? But so the way that I've reconciled this is that she must hate them, right? She must hate Royal and Cecilia. I, well, I, I, I don't think it's that she hates them, but she knows what she wants is not what they want. So if she told them that, they still wouldn't go through with whatever she wants to ultimately do with the land or the void or. But she, so when Royal leaves her for dead in the woods. Right. Mm -hmm. All she has to do is say, Grandpa, it's me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Grandpa. Right. And, and, and that would uh, presumably solve the problem, her problem in that situation. Just like once he figured it out, it solved her problem so, of dying in the field trampled by bison. So she might know what happens in the future similarly because she, she comments yeah. to the fact that fate to. Mm -hmm. uh, royal in this episode so i think she knows where things are going yeah so maybe she just she knows where things are going so if things well, are predetermined she's just acting in a way that is pretty i i, I, I don't I'm know how she would know how to act I'm exactly not sure, i'm not sure she knows where things are going from now but i think i don't know she, if she knows either but i do she think might. she knows more about the past than then she lets on. So here's my I, theory. My theory I, is that I, that Rebecca has taken her with her, and Rebecca is going to tell her that whatever transpired, the reason why she felt she had to leave, like it wasn't safe for her to stay, and it's going to be because of Royal and or Cecilia, and that's why Autumn come, when when old Autumn comes back into Royal's life, it's as an, an enemy, not as family. Oh, but you see, that's that's the thing because she's. I think she does the reverse of what Royal does. So as a kid, Royal goes into the void and goes out into the future. I mm -hmm. think Amy grows up and goes back as Autumn. So I think she is. Is is Amy there for the second episode finale? Like the the scene? She's the not. Void? She's not. She's not there. there? No. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, hmm. but I think I think she. She knows, or the Rebecca she talks to knows how things are going to go. Mm -hmm. So she's just, I guess, acting the way such that she knows how things are going to end up. So I don't need to tell him because it doesn't matter. It's going to end with me getting that land, or at least me waiting for Royal to show up. And you know, so I, I think 
I think she lived through this kind of before. Oh, she, you know, as Amy, or she's she's come back from the future in a way. I think she's come back from the future. I'll say that. She's all. She's already lived through all of this. Yeah, I shouldn't say she lived through all of it, but she's aware of what's going to happen. She knows what's supposed to happen. Okay. I I think it's probably that's what I mean by Autumn Amy being a little brain melted because the figuring out the mechanics of how how she's here now, but she already knows that this happens. But she didn't know that it happened. Uh, or, uh, anyway, that that melts my brain. But uh, where I can reconcile it is that Rebecca told her, "Look, Royal, like, tried to kill me, or Royal pushed me in the hole, or whatever." Um, and uh, she, so when she meets Royal, when she interacts with Royal, it's it's always with the knowledge that he tried to kill her mother or will try to kill her mother or whatever. Uh, and therefore it's, it's easy for her to remain a foil. Cause I mean, she's shooting guns at him in this episode, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, her and Billy return fire. I mean, actually they start fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, to, to me, she has, she would have no problem killing him. And so therefore she must not have any affection for him. Like this, this is, someone that she has enmity for not affection for um and i assume it's because of what he did to her mother but we'll we'll have to find that out in season two i think think that makes a lot of sense though yeah yeah well Uh, i feel like the idea that they pushed rebecca into the void but yeah 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 speaking of season two um this is a comment that marcia also made which i completely agree with um actually they said that they were disappointed when they when I first watched the final episode because too many things went unanswered. But on a rewatch where I was no longer expecting more answers, I enjoyed it a lot more and saw more of the clues and foreshadowing throughout the season. So I I will say that I did rewatch that I have seen this episode twice, but not but I think what they're talking about is watch season one all the way through once and then watch season one all the way through again, which is a different experience than just watching episode twice. As they yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, yeah. rewatching season would definitely be a different experience with a lot of the information. That's fair, but yeah. But they go on to say that the quality of the overall story really depends on how they handle season two, which I completely agree with. Like, uh-huh. it, yeah, like, definitely the, does. The, yeah, this this story is completely dependent on future seasons, and I I, I could go back to this episode and give it a ten if future oh, yeah. seasons mm-hmm. you know do do it. I hope they do. Uh, but they say, I hope that they follow through on all the various threads and reveal more things. Uh, and then they connected to another one of our shows, Lost, put off answering questions and kept adding mysteries. And that fed or that led to a finale that not everyone enjoyed, although you and I very much did. We did like a five. <laughs> I, I think we are an exception to the rule. But, you know, I, I don't think get a finale like Lost. Though. We're not we're not an exception to the rule, I should say. Yeah. Well. They made they made a you know I I think you worded it right they made a final a finale ahead of its time hopefully they have a finale like Lost yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah the finale this is like Lost I'm I'm there for it I love it yeah so yeah uh, which I guess you know we've we've spoiled our ratings on the Lost finale if anybody's yeah. listening to our Lost coverage I mean it just ended so you can <laughs> go check it out <laughs> go check it out for sure uh, but anyway uh, I, you know what's interesting too is along those same lines have you uh, ever visited the rotten tomato site for this series no not for the series Why? okay because i i had visited it before we started covering it just to see kind of what people I'm said and now the, well the so 
the average audience score is a 59%, which I yeah, don't really care. Seen, I don't really care about that. Yeah, the average the people. <laughs> the average critic score is 81%, which is pretty solid. But if you read the critics' consensus for season one, Outer Range's plethora of subplots threaten to get sucked into a wormhole of ponderousness, but at least the sci-fi Western is anything but plain. And I think that's kind of key to what I'm saying about this finale is that there's just they had so much going on, so many spinning plates. I think they didn't no, spinning plates analogy was a bad one. But <laughs> so, so many subplots and so many side threads that they just couldn't possibly satisfy them all in, in the finale, finale in eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. So that's fair. anyway. Yeah. I think so so I think this is it's flawed. It's still very good. I still enjoy it. I still love sitting down to watch it. I still am happy to do a rewatch every time. Uh, but I'm I'm excited about season two. No idea when there when that will be. It's in the very non foreseeable future. We're in the midst of not only a writer strike, but now an actor strike. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. All right. We have talked a lot already, Kurt. Let's talk now about our favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Well, Kurt, I am going to have to call an audible here because I had written down that your favorite scene was the rodeo, but I think that's clearly not the case anymore. So I'm going to say I'm going to switch it over to the last scene. I think you liked when Royal finds the scar on Autumn's head and makes the connection that this is Amy, carries her back to the house, re-reciting his uh, journey through faith, and then uh, tells ultimately tells Cecilia after Cecilia kicks down the table, realizing that they've lost everything. He says, well, maybe not everything. And the, the clincher, the thing you love the most, is the beeping device right at the end. I'm kidding about that part, but okay. I was not saying <laughs> no. Well, there is a beeping device right at the end. I assume there's it's a beeping device. Oh, it's oh, slow yeah. cooker. Yeah, the vibrate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, okay. no, no, because there's the slow cooker vibrating, but yeah. then there's a beep, and and Royal turns his head really quick to look at something. We don't know what it is. I assume it's the slow cooker. <laughs> but well, hmm. <clears throat> I think your favorite scene. Is the rodeo? I mean, there's a lot of intercuts. Specifically, I think when Cecilia goes looking for Amy, and declares that God is dead, to I think Mark, the cop. But that yeah, in general. What happened to Matt? Was it Matt? No, no, that was okay. Mark. <laughs> I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened to Matt. Uh, no. he, he he doesn't like rodeos. He had to go film our so our flag means death. I guess at that point. <laughs> He's, he's in another <laughs> an HBO series, Our Flag Me Stuff. Great series, by the way. Really, really good one. No, but that's, that's what I uh, that's what I think for you. So you're guessing the rodeo for me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I love the rodeo scene. That is not my favorite scene, though. I went with the last scene. I also did the last scene. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This last scene is really, really good. I So I, I want to just... Uh, I, I, I like the realization. That was all really great okay the, the uh, he sees amy he doesn't see all the stuff that would have given it away like amy drawing the symbol right but he sees amy you know eating her ice cream with him and hanging out with him and being sweet and then he sees like a light shining on amy and amy looking up and a light shining on autumn and autumn looking up 
which I guess, you know, we probably should have noticed that uh, as it was happening. But anyway, that that's pretty cool. But what I like more is, is what happens after that when he's carrying her home. I, I just want to kind of go through this story, this, this speech that he gives right at the beginning, right at the end, which, by the way, is not exactly the same right in the beginning and right at the end. What's the difference? Oh. I, I, so in the beginning, <clears throat> yeah. he tells it as grace is a given thing. Mm-hmm. And that what's it? God is in so, everything. Or yeah. God is in everything good. And then when he shot his father, he kind of learned that God is in everything very, good and bad. Very good. subtle differences, though. Very subtle differences okay. in wording. Okay. Okay. So grace is... Uh, I'm... I'm gonna skip past the the grace thing i guess which is just like yeah uh grace is uh, a given thing that if you want it you could find it like i'm more interested in what he says when he talks about going to church as a kid when i was a kid i'd go to church and i'd hear the pastor preach the word and he'd make me feel everything in my heart which i i really like all the wording here is really good i like this journey through faith is really I felt like this was really emotional because I've, I've had a similar journey through this. So you know, he'd make me feel everything in my heart and everything in the world around me would have a little more meaning, which is, I mean, when you are, when you are immersed in, in religion and when it actually works on you, which is, is the way he phrases it, the world was a bright place. It worked on me. When it works on you, it, does exactly this it makes you feel like everything it makes you feel everything in your heart and like everything in the world around you has a little more meaning so i was really moved by that expression um now in the beginning he does not say god was everything good but here he does say god was everything good at the end he goes on at the end here to say then when i was eight years old i shot my father And when I saw that stray bullet go into his chest and blow out his insides out his back, that's not what he says in the beginning. He doesn't say bullet. He says buckshot in the beginning. A bullet is different than than buckshot. Oh, it's different? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what's the difference? Uh, Shot. Okay. So is a buckshot like... It, it comes out and like a bunch of pellets come out from yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of okay. pellets. Yeah. So okay, okay. if he's saying buckshot in the beginning and bullet at the end, there may be something to this different universes thing that we're talking about here. But when I was eight years old, I saw my father. I shot my father. And when I saw that stray bullet go into his chest and blow all his insides out his back, the world went black like it had ended altogether. And it hit me that God is everything, everything good and everything bad, which is something you and I have talked about, kind of. You and I have talked about how much we love the expression, this too shall pass, because it can apply to everything good and everything bad. It's both. Mm -hmm. It's just everything, right? What what was the quote you said to me that where that came from? Like some, I don't know. I don't think it's, it might be biblical. I I think it sort of goes from like a... Persian might be Persian, maybe Babylonian, who knows? Some king <laughs> asked the elders, find me a statement when happy makes me sad and when sad makes me happy. Mm-hmm. There you go. This too and shall the statement pass. is, this too shall pass. This because shall pass. The, the, the reason you're happy is temporary, and the reason you're sad is also temporary. And 
I, then that's what Royal is doing here. He's equating God with everything good and everything bad, right? But anyway, at this point, he goes to see Cecilia in the kitchen. He tries to apologize to Cecilia, who's alone at the table. He says he tried to protect them all from, his, from himself and from his pain. He tried to keep his pain a secret. Now, we have to remember, I, as far as we know, Cecilia does not know that he was from 1868. Or 1886, I guess, 1886. She doesn't know that, as far as we know. But now, that doesn't matter to him. All he wants is his family back. And she tells him that they're all gone. Because Perry jumped in the hole. She doesn't know that. But she knows that he skipped bail. He's gone, yeah. So she assumes he's not coming back. Rhett still isn't home. Assuming he she knows he, you know, he, he's gone. And Amy, she knows that she she couldn't find Amy. Amy took off, and she has no idea where she is. And Royal says, "No, she's not gone." And that's when the slow cooker presumably beeps. But maybe it was something else. I don't know. It was a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he starts the seed, and then they jump from an exploding house. Yeah. So I love this scene because I, I mean his journey through faith is described similarly in beginning and in the end. Okay. So I, I love it in both places, but I love it more here at the end because now he's tying it into his discovery of the autumn Amy uh, and that he's been like fighting against and trying to kill his granddaughter this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's tied in with his emotions about losing his family and, and, uh, trying to apologize to Cecilia. Cecilia's emotions about losing her family. Um, it's all fate-driven things for the whole season. You know, questioning the fate. Rep, or not rep. Uh, Royal mm-hmm. getting it back, potentially. Cecilia mm-hmm. losing it. Yeah. 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 And, and it sets up for... I, the reason I also put this scene is... um, <laughs> I guess it's kind of like... All right, so here's where the chips lie <laughs> going into season two. Yeah. The family decimated autumn might be with them who knows (laughs) yeah and cecilia's angry yeah very yes indeed indeed all right so anyway this is a great scene i do love this scene they they look they know how to end an episode they do i just don't not convinced they know how to end a season but they know how to end an episode and maybe a series we'll have to find out all that in due time let's hope all right, Kurt, let's introduce our listeners to our new segment. Oh, yeah. Who said it? Who said it? You know, I didn't think about it, but yeah, I, even though I did the first one between us two, this, this is, is the, the first inaugural one. one. Yep. Yeah, because mine's <laughs> going to be forever. <laughs> It's true, yeah. So we introduced this in the what the third episode of the old man. I think second. No, maybe third. I think it's I don't third. remember. So yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's third. Anyway, um this in this segment, I'm gonna give Kurt a couple of quotes and I'm gonna ask him if he can guess who said these quotes and in what context. So like what scene, who did they say them to, and so forth. Okay, so Kurt, I'm gonna so from week to week, it'll vary. Sometimes it'll be two, sometimes it'll be three. And I will never pick quotes from my favorite scene. I don't know about Kurt when he covers a series, but I will never pick quotes from my favorite scene. So 
Are you ready for the first quote? Start, I'll start wow, with the, in the episode. Okay. Well, no, don't give me the easiest one. Well, okay, maybe give me the easiest. Give me the easiest one. Actually, I got. I've got two. I've got two. Okay. Give me All the right, confidence so... builder. All right. This is the confidence builder. All right. And by the way, if you can't guess one of these quotes, I will attempt to say them as they are said in the episode, and we'll see if that helps. All right. Okay. First quote. You're gonna get this one. This is so easy. No, don't say that before you do the quote. I'm, you've no, already I'm... practically said it, so <laughs> that makes it even worse. Okay, just, just hit me with that. You're... All right, the pressure. The pressure. Is, the temperature is high right now. Oh, it's high. It's, it's a sauna high. right now. Whoa. All right, God is gone. Oh, Cecilia. Okay, it's for a second. Like Cecilia. <laughs> Cecilia to like Mark when she's crying about Amy at the rodeo. Exactly okay. right. Exactly. Cool. Right. Okay. okay, that's one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but well, let's talk about that scene a little bit because I, mm-hmm. I love this. I thought I thought that's why I picked that as your favorite scene. I, I, you, I know you were really into Cecilia's. I liked it as well. Oh. Cecilia's losing her fate. I mean, this is yep. maybe a little too on the nose of her losing her fate. But well, I, <laughs> so God I think is God. I think it's been so, such a gradual, but steady decline into a, a loss of faith for, for Cecilia. I think it had to climax or Nadir, I guess, in something like this. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, she's, it's been so subtle and so gradual every step of the way. This is great. I love this. She's, I, mean, she, I love the transition she makes. She goes, she's gone. Amy's gone. God is gone. He's gone. So she she doesn't just come right out and say God is gone. She transitions to it from saying Amy's gone as though that's the last thing she can handle. She can't take any more. She, she has been questioning her faith throughout and it's, if Amy's gone, then God must be gone, which by the way is, is a pretty, I think expected reaction when you lose a child like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly I, that's what's kind of cool about the roadies, right? You see the fall of both the abbots. Yeah. The parents, like the um, the elder abbots. Mm-hmm. Royal, with trying to talk to Rhett and learning he's leaving. Cecilia. And, and we saw last episode, Perry jumping into the void. He's still reeling mm-hmm. from that. Cecilia can't find Perry. She's worried sick about it throughout the episode. And yeah. now Amy's gone, and this is her final breakdown. Yeah. So this is, that's awesome. All right, so. That's that's uh, your first quote. You're one for one. Okay. Now, the second one. Oh, good luck with this one. Oh, God. You're going to have a tough time with this one. But I think if I deliver it the way the character delivered it, I think you might be able to get it. But I'm not going to do that first. I'm going to give you a chance to just, okay, all right, all right. just the words. Hit me with okay? the words. Sometimes the very thing you're looking for is the one thing you can't see. Crap. Okay, sometimes the... Is the one thing you can't see. Now I don't know who said that. That's a very vague line. <laughs> All right, I shall now attempt to deliver it as the character <laughs> delivered it. Sometimes the very thing you're looking for is the one thing you can't see. Oh, that makes it a lot. So okay. All right. All right. All right. Royal. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, yeah, it's Billy. <laughs> yeah, do you know which scene it is though? Because he sings twice in this. I episode. know he sings twice. I'm thinking of um, <laughs> when he sings to Wayne. 
No, that's when he sings. That's when he sings <laughs> to Autumn in the bank. I've, I've been outed now. I don't pay attention when Billy sings his lyrics. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I know this song very well. This is like, this is, oh, do you know what decade this song is from? Oh, we were just talking down the slightest <laughs> idea. Uh, we even saw off the podcast, we were talking about how I'm so music illiterate when it comes to like <laughs> so many things music, but especially the whole decades thing. Like, I don't know how people differentiate between like the 60s and the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what decade I'm is pretty, I, If I had to guess, pretty, pretty I mean, sure. Go ahead. 80s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the 80s. Vanessa that was just a blind guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, folks, I apologize if my singing is not so good because with headphones on, it's a little hard to hear <laughs> what I sound like. Anyway, uh, anyway, so yeah, the, this is uh, Billy singing to Autumn before they do another heavily tongued kiss. I think it's so hysterical. It actually reminds me of Mrs. Davis, the way they, like, just the the kind of almost the goofiness of the way they kiss reminds me of Mrs. Davis. It's not a bad shout. It's no. not a bad shout at all. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like that. So, um, by the way, this is uh, something that I thought of. I don't know if there's anything to this because, again, my brain is melted about this autumn Amy stuff. But what if she kisses like this because she's like a nine-year-old stuck in a <laughs> 28-year-old's body? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> She just doesn't have any idea. Like she doesn't know how to kiss. That's a really funny concept. (laughs) No, I don't. No, I don't think that's the reason why. Probably not. But (laughs) I love that. I love that. that, If that's the canon, though, (laughs) if in mid-season two it's revealed she kisses someone else, it's like, oh, why do you kiss like that? I never learned. Oh man, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to me. Anyway, they also they also have a tendency when these two kiss to like zoom in on the saliva stream. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe just thought, representative well, of the connection between them. I don't know. I what? Well, I don't know. I'm not going to read into it much more because Billy died. So it's <laughs> <That's laughs> true. Fair enough. But anyway, in the scene, Autumn really wants her money at the bank, and Maria kicks her out mm-hmm. because she's got a gun in a bank, <laughs> which I. I just can't imagine somebody could have a gun in a bank, but I guess that's the way it goes in this in this uh, particular setting. But anyway, Billy shows up and tells Autumn that he is not going to let Royal kill her, and that's what prompts the the, the tonguey kiss in the uh, bank. Yeah, they make out. They make that out. Jack, He's got kicked up. Exactly. And, and Maria, Maria, she's, she's like so disgusted as she looks on. It's like. <laughs> Which I understandably so. I mean, that'd be a scary. I, I'm wondering what I would do if I was a bank teller and someone came. I had to kick someone out for having a gun, and then they started <laughs> literally exchanging saliva right in front of me. <laughs> literally. Oh man. Okay. Anyway. All right. So th- that's uh that's who said it. You were one for two. I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give you credit for that last. You're one. not gonna give me the credit to the second one. No, because I had to sing it first of all, and second of all, you okay. The well, wrong then scene. moving forward, then well, then well, okay. Moving forward, moving forward, no music. <laughs> no, I want to do the delivery, the line delivery. I really want to do that. <laughs> well, then you can't count that against I would have, I would have given credit for wrong. it if you got the scene right. Okay, fine. All right, fine. So that's fair. Fine. Good. Fantastic. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's. Uh, I think we should enter the recap. 
Joy is very happy in this opening scene to find an enormous herd of bison running around on Frank's land. That's She's a lot a big, of food. Big smile on her face. <laughs> That's all we get to see, though. Royal tells us the story of his lost faith. I love, like I said, I love the expression, it worked on me uh, until he shot his father, right? And as he tells the story, we see Perry falling into a void. We see Amy sleeping in this bed that we're going to see Autumn sleeping in at the end of the episode. We see Cecilia digging, presumably uh, this is now a double grave for both Mama and <laughs> Baby Bear. I don't know how she's going to get Mama Bear in there, but she's worked on a farm for all her life. How many, how many pounds is a, a full-grown Well, I think mom? sex more is she doesn't have, like, a tool for digging. Yeah, sometimes farmers have, like, excavators yeah. or some sort of shoveling tool. I'm trying to my hand. Yeah, I'm sure she's trying not to call attention to it. But I wonder, how, how many pounds does a full-grown female grizzly bear weigh, do you think? Got to be, like, 800 pounds, right? It probably does, yeah. But if I just, like, let it sit, vultures will come for it, right? Yeah. Yes. Vultures. Have you seen how vicious vultures are? No. They're vicious. They're vicious. No. Yeah, well, birds are awful. <laughs> That's just the fact of life. Well, uh, we, need, I, we need. We need. We need vultures. They, oh, they yeah. clean up the environment. I totally agree. All right. Royal okay. is gearing up, and with uh, guns and ammo. Meanwhile, Autumn is waiting outside a pawn shop to tell the owner, "I need guns." We got him, he says, and, and she goes to get the guns. Now, back I just want to say this, by the way. This is just a suspicious thing to do. Like, how is this? <laughs> I like, if, I, if, I, if I was a person that sold guns and I got, I know it's a pawn store, but, you know, he sells yeah. guns, Come goes into open shop, and there's a lady sitting out there, seems a little angry, yeah, <laughs> and, and goes, I'm looking for a gun <laughs> to me. I don't know yeah. if you should be selling her a gun, but anyway. Well, I think that's a big political discussion, Kurt. That, so. that is probably a political discussion. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that part of it is that. Oh, anyway. Fair anyway, enough. yeah. All right. So back at the uh, Abbott Ranch, Rhett is running his badly bruised hand underwater. Now, I was trying to figure out why his hand was bruised, but then I remember at the end of the previous episode, he and Perry got in a huge fight. Yeah, yeah. So Amy got a little gash on the forehead. Yes, she did. So uh, I assume that's what the bruise on the hand is for. But Amy is looking for Perry. And Rhett doesn't think he's going to win this rodeo. But Amy does. Amy does. All right. And next. Well, yeah. th- there's a line here, which I which when they said I, I wrote right here, Amy's 100% autumn. Because <laughs> Rhett says like a, oh. a small line as to, yeah, you think you're going to spend your whole life here? And oh yeah, Amy's reply is, "Aren't you?" Or like, like, like. Oh, the way she replies is, she plans to be here for a long time. Yeah, and that's she true. said that response. I was like, "She's got to be Autumn now." Oh. That, that didn't mean that, that she's a hundred percent Autumn. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so uh, Billy sings to Wayne and and puts the black dust on Wayne's face, all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then he talks to Luke. Big disgrace. He tells Luke some of the owl's names. One of them is named Luke, named after him. Billy's favorite. Yeah. But he also knows somehow that the void is gone. And he knows that Wayne was going to leave him the ranch, but he'll give it to Luke if Luke just promises not to try to kill Wayne again. 
It's a, it's a big ask, though. Yeah, now r- I really wants to kill him. Well, now I worry for him as well because Billy's got dead. So <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. Autumn wants to know how long it takes for property from Skip Bale to go to auction, and she wants cash. She's on the phone trying to figure this out. Royal arrives at her motel and she appears ready with a gun, but she does skip out when Royal sneaks up on her. Uh, and I thought she skipped out with Billy, but it appears as though she's not no. with Billy. Cecilia is calling around looking for Perry because if he's gone, the ranch is gone. And she even, I like this little bit of symbolism, knocks over her embroidery that said, says, Oh Lord, reveal thyself to us. Do you, know, do you know what I'm talking about? There? I know what you're referring to, yeah. Reveal yourself to us, sorry. Yeah, so she knocks it right over, which is very symbolic of her lost faith here. So next up is the bank scene, so we'll skip ahead to Luke calling Patricia as he digs. He tells her that they figured out why Wayne wanted the land, and he really wants to kill Wayne. And <laughs> Patricia says, I, I didn't hear you. Go get it. I know. <laughs> I want to kill him. Did yeah. you hear that? Didn't hear it a bit. <laughs> Go. Now, I, speaking of Luxie, I did bring up either no Patricia or critical mm-hmm. Patricia. I think this is a fine amount of Patricia, I guess. Oh, okay. It's more about Luke. Like, fine. As long as it didn't show her, like her doing things on her own that didn't amount to anything, fine. Okay. I mean, he questioned whether what Luke does really amounts to much. He gets the bice and stuff. I think what Luke does is fine in this episode, so it's fine. Like him calling Patricia is a reason for us to see what Luke's doing right now. Yeah, so fair enough. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like it seems not about Patricia. It's more about Luke, so it's fine. Yes. Okay. But if it was more All about right. Patricia, I might have been annoyed. Anyway. I get. It. I see. What you're saying. And probably if she returned and like tried to. Like, yeah, if you look like, physically there and they were like, yeah, yeah. But I think this is more Luke and that's fine. What if she picked up a shovel and started digging next to him? <laughs> Still fine. I, I'm not going <laughs> off this thing. Like, it's, it's not about Patricia's character, really. Like right. She's kind of just acting yeah. through the plot. So I don't know about you, but all I could think of when I was watching Luke dig was holes. That's I mean, what I, I've never seen holes. <laughs> I thought of holes. I swear. I was like, I was like, this is like holes. <laughs> Have you ever read the book? No, I don't know. Look, I love that book and I love that movie. I just think Holes I have is no a idea. fantastic story. I have no idea what Holes is even about. Like, I don't oh. even know what the storyline's about. I just know they dig holes. They do <laughs> dig <laughs> holes. And I see holes being dug and I go, Holes. <laughs> uh, I really, I really like that story. Anyway, Royal is, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Cecilia is making dinner for the family and Amy questions why. And that sets Cecilia right off. You know, when I was a kid, we had dinner as a family every night, no matter what. So that's why we're doing it now. And we haven't seen Cecilia get this sharp with Amy yet. But it is interesting that in this episode, you got Royal trying to kill future Amy and Cecilia kind of jumping down current Amy's throat. So you can almost see the wedges being driven between them. It is under a lot of pressure, or I guess tension, or stresses. Mm-hmm. Or... Yes, definitely. All right, Royal listens to Rhett, uh, Rhett's rodeo on the radio. Rodeo on the radio. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but he gets to the rodeo and tries to tell Rhett about the void, but Rhett wants nothing to do with it. He's leaving after the rodeo, and Royal 
goes and joins Cecilia. He's, he's so broken up, he can't even talk. He can't even put a sentence together. Um, but he goes and joins Cecilia and Amy, who gets a call on her cell phone for Royal. Now, how mm-hmm. Autumn got Amy's cell phone number, I don't know, unless Autumn is Amy. And she's still <laughs> got that same cell phone after all those years. Here's look another thing, too, that Pat... Yeah. Well, she might just remember her old, her old cell phone number. No, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I, I was wondering, like, I have a SIM card right now on my phone. If I went yeah. back in time by a year, yeah, past Kurt's phone, I had the same SIM card a year ago. I've had this phone for a year. Yeah. So, like, are we, like, now we're sharing the same phone. How am I going to independently text people of him now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Without getting into this phone number. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a problem. This is a problem now. This made me think of a problem now for any future like time travel stuff now. If I see <laughs> them go back in time and use their same phone, I'm like, cool. Uh, like now you guys have the same sim like you can't just call with you unless you have different numbers. Oh my god, that's a great anyway, point. Sorry, go on. Oh my god. Uh anyway, I'm assuming she's got a different phone, but yeah, it's but, been long yeah. enough now, yeah. probably. With her trust fund money, I'm sure she's fine, but yeah. But anyway, it's Autumn. She's going to let Royal find her because she knows how this ends. And you can't change fate, but Royal's going to give it a whirl. See, now that, see, that scares me. So see, the fact she says you can't beat fate indicates to me she knows how the story ends for her. Yeah. In some sort of way. Or how, how Royal's story ends. She knows how something ends. Yeah. But secondly, if I'm Royal, and I get a... I think this is for anyone, okay? If you're looking for someone, right? And they give you a call and be like, hey, Come meet me here. Like I, I'd be scared now. Like I'm like, hey, this oh, is their absolutely. territory now. This is their turf, especially with how Billy had him before. You know, like, well, it's very vague too. It's just like I'm in yeah. town. <laughs> it looks like it's just like a one street type of town. I maybe, maybe a two street town, but I don't it's know. A pretty small town. It's, 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 it's a big rodeo thing. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, all right. Brett has a subpar ride and hurts his shoulder after looking at the stands and seeing that Royal's not there. Amy wanders off to find Rebecca. Dun, dun, dun. Rebecca had to go and hide. She apologizes and asks Amy to go with her, which she does. Me. She has Perry's permission, after all. If mom ever <laughs> shows up and, yeah. and wants me to go with her, can I? Of course you can. So, so I'll ask you, is this, is this payoff for the Rebecca storyline for season one? Or is this, like, too vague? Is this an? I think this is enough payoff for me. I I also feel the same way. I think this is enough. I, I like yeah. this is fine. Yeah. Obviously, the finale I think still lacks a lot of answers in other ways. But I think this is yeah. fine. Show Rebecca. Yeah. Because, oh, so now we know we we know Rebecca is alive. Yeah. And there there's there's more to her story in some way that yeah we will have to learn. It yeah, poses this, a new question. There you this go. is not why mm-hmm. I have any problems with the finale. The, okay. the, this I like. I, yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, this is good. Okay. Uh, she had, uh, anyway, Rhett gets his shoulder reset and plans to ride again. So he eats some sand. Do you know anything about this sand eating thing that he does? Is this like sand supposed to settle yeah. your stomach or something? <laughs> sand supposed to settle your stomach? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, no, I don't know why he ate the sand. I, mean, I thought maybe like for a second he just lost his mind and he was like, ah. he's like oh, wait, you can't eat that. And then he's well, because some more. After, no, you're right. after he has a shoulder set, he throws up. So I, I, I just was kind of thinking, okay, maybe he's eating the sand to settle his stomach. I don't. I have no idea. I have, I have no idea why he eats the sand, if not for that. 
I even looked up like does sand settle your stomach, and all I got was like weird like addictions. Like my yeah, that's literally what I, I, I'm googling it right now. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of weird addictions that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't see a good reason to eat sand. Yeah, but I I don't think Rat has such an addiction I, unless they only just started showing it to us. But, yeah, I don't know why he's eating the sand. Yeah, he's, okay. he's stressed out. Yeah, I guess so. maybe maybe, but, maybe he wants to like grind on the, the sand crates. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he's he's gonna ride again. Cecilia. Meanwhile, uh, we get the we already talked about Cecilia's. Uh, um, Mark's complete loss of faith, Nadir. Uh, and Rhett has one of the la- one last amazing ride with nobody watching except Maria. The sports movie ending, right? Here. Is, is what, really... I saw this, I'm, I'm like, this is a sports movie ending. I mean, this is like a Nicholas Sparks novel, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, all, all, all we need, all we need is like Rhett holding Maria's face in his hands. Like I'm gonna rip on Nicholas Sparks movies for a bit now. It looks like so, <laughs> so, but uh, this is my thing about Nicholas Sparks movies anyway, and not the novels. I've never read any of them, and I don't ever plan to. But um, the the movies, uh, Nicholas Sparks. I, I haven't seen. I don't think he's had a book adapted to a movie in a while. But for a while there, like in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was like three times a year there would be a Nicholas sparks novel adapted into movie and every movie poster had a guy at him right now holding is. a girl's hand <laughs> in in his hands it's like about half of them are exactly that and the other yeah. i mean every every single one of them is a guy and a girl yeah that's every single one is a love interest together yep. and i'm pretty sure there is one that's about rodeos but i can't remember what it's called but anyway the longest um, ride. That's the one. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've never yep. seen that one. You might have seen that one. one. I mean, the most famous one is The Notebook, but I, have I told you about? I don't know. Can we spoil The Notebook that came out in 2004? <laughs> I we're gonna spoil The Notebook, folks. Okay, Notebook. I've told you my alternative ending for The Notebook that I would love. I'm have I, sure have you seen The Notebook? You. I have not, but I okay. know. I know the story. All right. Okay. Well, just a quick listeners. Spoiler alert for The Notebook. You know, just keep ahead like about a minute or two if you don't want to hear it. But very, very quick synopsis, right? It's basically it's a story of, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I've seen it too. But like an elderly couple, and it's an elderly man explaining, um, what seems to be a story to like an elderly woman or in general. But really, it's their love story together of when they were, you know, how they met and whatnot. But she has some sort of like dementia. Or she doesn't really remember the past or she doesn't remember this but you know how they got together in their love story together so whatever that's a sweet thing but the way the way the movie ends is he comes to her in the in in like at night and she she kind of remembers and then they they sleep together and they die together overnight and the way i wish the movie had it (laughs) i still think it's a better ending is if he went into a room at night and because she has like a form of dementia, gets scared to death by this man entering her room and dies. Oh, oh, oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> and then, then that is it. Well, it's a sad book or sad movie. The dopest. It's bittersweet to say. Yeah, it's bittersweet. Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, I, I would have liked that as the epic because it's like, <laughs> oh man, that's real. That's a real. That's real because it's uh, that, that actually would be really sad. Anyway, you're sick, man. I thought it'd be kind of funny, but also really sad. I think it would okay. be sadder ending. Sorry, go on. All right, let's move back to... Yeah. Right enough with the, the sports movie and <laughs> Nicholas Sparks <laughs> exactly. ending for Rhett's 
<laughs> Rodeo storyline here. He's That's a champion right. now, like his father. Yes. Yes. Well, now what about Joy? Joy is still the same day for her. I don't know. Exactly. It's not it's night. A, well, is that to you. I know. Well, it hasn't been though. It's been day for her the whole time. Even at the end of the last episode, I noticed. I didn't say anything, but I was like, "It's daytime." Well, I guess they're just not showing us the same timelines. But it was nighttime for the Abbots and daytime for Joy. But here, it's. I think it's still the same day. I'm not really sure, but um, I'm certainly certainly she's in a different timeline than than the Abbots are in yeah. right now. But. It's not the same time at all for the as, as it is for the Abbots because she finds another maybe herd or maybe it's the same herd and lots and lots of teepees. So mm. this is definitely not current time. At home, the slow the slow cooker rattles. That's it. I, something about the slow cooker? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's maybe they're telling us that the series is a slow cook. <laughs> Let it let it cook. <laughs> let me cook. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I would love if in, in TV media the presence of a slow cooker meant it's coming. Like like almost like you know like, like the orange, the fruit in the mouth, whatever is evil, yeah. villainous. Not, uh, not evil. Sorry, death. Death. it's death. Yeah, death. Yeah, sorry, death. Mm -hmm. Slow cooker means let the story cook. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Rhett professes his love to. Oh, we already talked about this. So we're we're good on on Rhett and Luke or Rhett and Maria because Luke is still digging and he finds what he I assume thinks is oil. I thought it was. Oil. That's why I thought at first it was I, oil too. I was like, is this oil or is this pit fluid? Yeah. Well, he was ecstatic when he found it, but it's not oil. It's a smaller void that opens up and a herd, the herd or a herd, herd con. <laughs> <laughs> centaur world reference um but uh a herd of bison rush out i don't know if it's the same herd that joy was watching but it's yeah a herd of bison i'm getting confused by the herd now i yeah, thought there's I multiple or one but i'm not gonna worry about it right now <laughs> yeah i prefer mama wink and derpleton and zulius and chad and glendale anyway the, again centaur world reference you should watch that show folks check it so, out yeah we yeah. covered it both seasons yeah. <laughs> We and did. we have an interview with the creator, actually. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, all right. Royal finds Autumn in the street, but when he dismounts his truck, and I mean, it's like a horse dismount. The way that this is filmed is, you know, the, the music, the lighting, the, the cinematography, it's all shot like a Western shootout at the OK Corral. Right, right? You know? <laughs> it looks like he's dismounting his truck. Billy starts shooting at him. There's a big shootout and a truck chase in which Royal shoots Billy and their truck tumbles down a hill. Billy, I assume, is dead. It looks like he's shot in the head, yeah. But as Royal stalks the crawling autumn, the herd or a herd of bison <laughs> stampede toward them. Now, again, I'm assuming this is just the same herd as came out of Luke's hole there, which was probably the same herd. I like how we were dealing with the bison, which we're going to shortly. <laughs> shortly, but now we sometimes we're like, is it the bison or a bison? Yeah, right. sure. But now it's, right. is it the herd or is it a herd? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And if we're to believe what Marcia said, that these are trying to steer things in the Abbot's favor, I guess. So maybe they did trample Luke, and maybe the, this is to get Autumn and a Royal kind of back yeah, together. And also, like it definitely saves Autumn yeah. from Royal killing her. So we'll and also to, to trample or uh, to uh, wrap 
Rhett and Maria's truck around a tree. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, they, they can't mean, this, run is, off. this is terrifying seeing the stampede and autumn in the middle of it, though. Like, it's if she's on the ground, it could easily be trampled, trampled by uh, this herd of, of bison. But I, I was wrong. So when I saw that, I was wondering, what's the strategy for autumn? Like, is there an optimal way you should try to, like, avoid being trampled? Uh, I, I cannot think, she, think of one. I think she <laughs> does it. I think it's curl up in the fetal position. That's probably your best bet. Is that optimal? I think so. I mean, you make yourself as small as possible, right? What if I try standing up? I think that's a bad idea. Well, then, like, there's less area for me to get, like, stomped on. I can get pushed back over, I guess, though. Yeah, which is, I mean, if you get pushed over, you I'm are I'm sure dead. she can't stand up. Yeah. 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 So... And I was wrong, by the way. Rhett and Ray do not wrap the truck around a tree. They wrap, wrap it around the America's wrong side. <laughs> that billboard. Oh, yeah. All right. Royal survived that stampede by hiding under the the tipped-over truck. I liked that a lot. I thought that was really sick. <laughs> the hiding under the say truck? That. I thought that was a sick thing to do. I, I don't know if I would think of that. I mean, obviously, <laughs> oh, it's a TV show. Would. I bet but, just, <laughs> but the way he looks, he's at her thinks for a moment and goes oh crap and then hides under the truck i'm like you know what it is like they you know they hit the truck a little and moves a little so he has to like kind of change i don't know i like that oh, man well once the stampede's done he comes out from the truck and removes our ability to identify the bison yeah, i know he took out the arrow and i was like no no the bison's just know? a bison that was just a bison i know and i'm sure there's was something... some hair or something was it just arrow? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look back when we first see the bison to see if there's any other telltale signs. I don't but know. Yeah, he's he's taken the bison and turned it into just a bison. A bison. I know. Now, I I will say that there's there's got to be some sort of symbolism that I'm not going to be able to articulate, but to the idea that it had two arrows. One was meant to represent autumn, one royal, and so they each removed one arrow. So. I'm sure there's something to that. I just can't articulate what it is. Can you? No, I have no idea. Okay. Listeners, if you think you can, let us know. Maybe Spice will do something for the both of them. The, the, oh, so I feel... What do the bisons do for Autumn? Besides just this herd now. Is the bear... The bear... Well, no, so I, I think the idea, at least as Marjas described it, was that the bisons tried to tip the scales in favor of the abbots and the bears in favor of autumn and maybe yeah so i'm wondering why why is there so why is there a bison shared between royal and autumn i guess autumn is an abbot right well this may still be trying to tip the scales uh in royal's favor but i just don't know why autumn took an arrow out of it too i'm trying to oh you're right i see what you're saying because like for example if it was autumn took an arrow out of a bear and royal the bison okay that makes sense but why both out of the bison i don't know i should call it the bison anymore though a bison <laughs> it's been it lost like it lost the definite article and now it only has a definite article no that's such an insulting thing to do i like i know <laughs> i know <laughs> listen here's here's a perfect example kurt you're the man Kurt, you're you're a man. <laughs> you downtrade. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Autumn is still alive, but very badly injured, and this is when Royal notices the scar 
and makes the connection that she is Amy. And then we get our favorite scene. So that is the end of the episode. Listen, it is a good episode. It's a good episode. It is. Uh, like, very, as I an mean, episode, really? probably, I think a 10 I would have given it for an episode. I, Maybe a 9 because the rest of the, I think a 10 though. It might have like been. like an ultimate. It might have been my. Yeah. It might have been my favorite episode of the season if it was not the finale. Yeah, but as a finale, just ah, uh, yeah, it's just <sighs> they lead into what they're they're really good with for the season, which is like you know posing questions, yeah, keeping some mystique. But for the finale, it's just too much, too much. So it it needed a banana. Exactly, a banana would have been it meant a lot. Oh my god, it would have. I mean, you, I, literally, if they just teased the banana, that would have meant a lot. <laughs> Just to remind us about the banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like we are too obsessed about the banana, but really, <laughs> that was a very. I don't think very... we are, to be honest. I don't think we are too obsessed over the banana because they, in our defense, like, I don't know. They just look, it's like they educated us. Yeah. As to what happens if she eats a banana. Like, they, they not only did they say she's allergic, they basically said, yeah, very dangerous outcome. She gets into anaphylactic shock if she has a banana. Exactly. It's a lot of education. You know, You're it's right. like if they spent, this is really hyperbolic, they spent five minutes exploding towards the butterfly stroke. But man, <laughs> at some point, I expect the butterfly stroke to really come into the series. At some point. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Kurt, let's check the time. All right, oh, it's TV time. All of it. Ain't no time like a TV time. Our last TV time of the season. Kurt, I have not checked this off yet, so I don't know any of these answers. So on a scale from one to five, what Ooh. do you think the users gave this? Judging by, like, the Rotten Tomato score and stuff, surely... Typically, TV time seems to be a bit more of a fervent fan base. Like, it does. Obviously, they, they lean with the critics more. That being yeah. said, though, I think four. I think the people were more disappointed at four. Okay. I'm going to say five. Let's I don't see. Five's a bad show. It is five. 64% said five. All Although, right, four, with 4% said bad. Just one star. So, that's a pretty high percentage. I, for, I always expect that for finales. I always expect that for finales. Yeah, like fair you're, you're, you're gonna get more parody and stuff like, or um, big streams and stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, what about the characters? So I think that you said royal. I think the fans said royal. I think the fans definitely said royal. You said. Ugh. Man, I really don't know which one you said. I'll I'll go with you said Royal as well. What was it between Royal and what else? Uh, <laughs> did I get you? Or not? I I was debating if you said uh, either Autumn or Cecilia. Okay. Well, you got me right. I did say Royal. I I think what did, really clinches it for me is the, his speech about his journey through faith. That. that that's what i latch on yeah the book that's what i latch on to in this episode that's my favorite part of of the episode is that speech so um yeah that's it's royal for me how about you royal as well yeah Yeah. all right and the people naturally said royal 80 (laughs) percent walk in the park (laughs) this is pretty easy (laughs) 
<laughs> God, I gotta love TV time for Outer Rage. Well, <laughs> so is there even a release date for the next season, Mr. Sal? No, there's there's nothing. That, you know, well, I shouldn't say that. The speculation is like spring of 2024, like March or April. But I, I'm assuming a lot of that is pending the the settling like, of the strikes because yeah. I I do know that like they've stopped filming. Uh, in fact. I'm uh, two of the actors. I, I think it's Luke and I want to say Luke and Perry, I think maybe it's Luke and Rhett are in a play together right now because they have nothing else to do. They, they, they stopped filming. So I, the plan I think was spring of 2024, but uh, who knows at this point, well, but I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I do know though. Mm-hmm. I know that next week, we have our recap episode of Outer Range, where we will run through the episodes from bottom to top, from our least favorite to our favorite. We will talk about some, we'll hand out some character superlatives. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments in the, in the season. Uh, it'll be a good time. It's just a, a good way to wrap up the season. And then it'll be out there ready for you to re-listen to in preparation for season two whenever they decide to drop it. So that'll be great. That'll be next week. The week after that, we're going to we have a little gap bef- before we cover our next series. So we're going to throw out uh, a random, not random, <laughs> but it'll seem random to you, uh, episode of Black Mirror, coverage of, of Black Mirror. Um, actually, I think we can probably say what episode it's going to be, can't we? Yeah, it's going to be 3-3. Three, three. Yes, Shut Up and Dance. Season 3, episode 3. So, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, so that'll be coming after a recap episode, and then the week after that, we will begin coverage of season three, which will be just dropping, brand new on Hulu, season three of Only Murders in the Building, and the Old Man, where we start two series the same week, Mister Sal. Oh, is the Old Man dropping the same week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the same week we God. do up to an Old Man, we do up to an episode two of Only Murders in the Building. So we're we're getting into. Is two. that true? I'm looking at the schedule right now. It is. Okay. All right. Because I, I know that we just... right, right after. So what day of the week are we releasing Only Murders in the Building? Well, I think we're going to release on. So that drops on Tuesday. I think we're going to release that on Friday. Yeah. Okay. So, but, okay. I know later this week we have the Lost recap, Lost Season 6 recap. So doesn't that mean next week we have the Old Man episode? No, we have Black Mirror and Black Mirror there. I thought we had oh. Black Mirror and the Outer Range spot. We got to talk about this. We'll, okay. we'll find this all out, listeners. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Just, no, just on the horizon. Black Mirror. Uh, go check out, if you're a Black Mirror fan, uh, Shut Up and Dance, because that's yep. coming. And Old Man Season 1, Only Murders in the Building Season, season three. 3, Episodes 1 yeah. and 2. We're going to do those together. because All, all this is coming time. on the horizon. So, yes. So just, you got things to watch here. I'll tell you There's what homework. you can do. I'll tell you how you can solve this problem. You can subscribe, like, follow, whatever it is that your uh, podcast downloader of choice calls it. That's what you can do. <laughs> that's, and I, that's what you should do, in fact. And then while you're doing that, you can give us a five-star rating and review for our great coverage of our of the ambiguity of our schedule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com I'm also all over 
not all over, but I also do post our episodes in the Outer Range subreddit if you want to comment there. I'll try to get you in. If you get if you get them in quickly, uh, I could probably get them in to our recap coverage. So that'll be good. Yeah. In the meantime, you can also check out some of our other stuff that we've covered. I've already talked about Centaur World. We've talked about... Uh, well, we didn't talk about Better Call Saul. I mentioned but... Mrs. Davis. <laughs> you mentioned Mrs. Davis. Uh, we talked about Better Call Saul. Lost, not adjacently, up. because we, we talked about uh, Breaking Bad, but we don't have Breaking Bad. We have Better Call Saul. <laughs> uh, we talked about... Uh, yes, we talked about Lost as well. So, and only murders in the building. Catch up on that. You got a couple weeks left before season three starts. Watch seasons one and two. Listen to our coverage along the way, and then you'll be ready to go. On August 8th is when uh, the first two episodes of that drop on Hulu. So there you have it. Okay. Kurt, anything else you'd like to add about this episode? I look forward to season two immensely. (laughs) I look forward to season two immensely. I do too. I do too. All right, folks. I'm going to go get it. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.